baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. My voice still like cracks sometimes and it's really annoying. Sometimes like your voice sounds like cool when it has like rasp to it. I feel like sometimes. The raspy one versus the nasally one. I agree. I'm always nasal though, but here we go. Our voices sound beautiful. Hey there. Welcome to another Something Offbeat Minisode. I'm Chris. And I'm Lauren. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, and to ring in the new year, we have a special guest today, Kieran Schiffler, a digital campaign manager here at Odyssey. Hi, Kieran. Hi, thanks for having me on today. Kieran came to us with some stories that we thought our listeners would love. So we're going to chat about those today. And we always want to hear from listeners, too. So if you hear something, please reach out. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Chris C. Blake. And our host, Mike Rogers, is at KRLD Mike Rogers. I'm at LaurenBerry91, and you can also email us at somethingoffbeat at odyssey.com. But before we get into this week's stories, Lauren, I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, what's that? Well, I was not able to appropriately air my grievances with you and Mike last week. You did miss out. You didn't get to hear me um, live complain about how much I hate when people don't put their shopping carts away and about how my voice is still cracking from my holiday cold. But And Mike, you know, he was upset that people don't comply when he tries to let them um, over on the road. He is very aggressively polite when he drives, I guess. But Chris, you should get a chance to air your grievance. Let's hear it. Thank you. You guys, by the way, have very polite grievances. <laughs> we try. But let's see if Kieran and I can ratchet up the grievances a little bit. My first one is that y'all aired them without me. My second one is fresh from my holiday travel. We went to visit some family in New York for Christmas. And in the row behind my wife and I on the way there was a passenger who coughed very loudly the entire three-hour flight from Dallas. That same passenger also had a dog who whined most of the way. So my grievance is rude airline passengers. Kieran, what do you got? Well, I'd prefer a whining dog over a crying baby. Over the summer, I had a 10-hour flight with a screaming toddler next to me the entire time. So it was definitely not my favorite travel experience. But since we just got done with the holiday season, which for me basically consisted of eating and drinking for about a week and a half straight, I had the opportunity to have a lot of sit-down meals with family and friends, and I didn't realize how much people chew extremely loudly and with their mouths open. So right now, that is my number one grievance. Um, Nothing kills my appetite or my patience more than that. I hate hearing people chew. Well, now that we have that energy going, Kieran, first up, we're going to talk about mysteries in the art world. So exciting news because scientists might have finally cracked the code of one of the world's biggest mysteries, how the pyramids were built. And sadly, no aliens were involved. Instead, it was revealed that the construction actually relied heavily on the use of the Nile River 
Ancient Egyptians relied on the Nile's annual floods to help them move the heavy blocks to the base of the pyramids. So not as exciting as spaceships or aliens, but still pretty cool. They were able to get all of that done without modern technology. I love that. I We always hope it's aliens here, but it is pretty cool. I'm just going to pretend I didn't learn that and continue to think it was aliens. But while I was reading about the pyramids, it really got me thinking about a lot of other mysteries. Another significant one that comes to mind for me is the art world. It seems like the intricacies of this realm are only known to a select few elites, which obviously I don't fit into that category. But hey, give me some time. Maybe I'll be able to get there. And it's well known to those elites and also the many thieves who have been stealing their precious art for centuries. A successful art sleuth named Arthur Brand, who is also known as the Indiana Jones of the art world, pretty cool nickname, has made a career out of tracking down the stolen art. He became so well known for tracking down these pieces that they actually started coming right to him. A few months ago, when he heard his doorbell ring and he walked outside, looked down and saw a very famous stolen Van Gogh painting actually wrapped up in an Ikea bag. And this painting was stolen from a Dutch museum three and a half years ago, and it's estimated to be worth between $3.2 and $6.4 million. But it seems like that is just another Tuesday for the famous Arthur Brand. And this event was so highly publicized that it seems like other art thieves kind of got the hint that this was the place to go to drop off art that they just didn't want anymore. Six more paintings were then dropped off on his doorstep by an anonymous man. Sadly, these paintings were not as well known or as famous as the Van Gogh ones, but they were still worth a pretty penny at about $100,000. Arthur said that the thieves overestimated um, how much they were going to be able to get for the stolen paintings, and they realized that the resale would not be worth the consequences. Personally, I cannot imagine doing all the research on how to actually pull off an art heist, which break into a museum, figure out the security system and everything that goes along with that, but miss the small detail of actually figuring out how much the art is worth that you're stealing. But that is just me. Yeah, I think finding the value of what you're trying to steal first would probably be one of the first rules when it comes to doing crimes i agree it seems like something that might fit in that episode we did about stupid crimes although they're smart enough to break into the museum like kieran was saying but not smart enough to figure out that they can't sell the pieces that's fascinating i wonder too if they're like if it's a generational thing like it was easier to sell art before the internet and these are like older thieves and they're like damn, it's so hard these days to get this art off my hands. Yeah, I guess so. But now Arthur Brand kind of lucked out. He gets to kind of build his legacy a little bit more, I guess. Yeah, he would be a great interview. Arthur, if you're listening, reach out to us. We want to talk to you about, and can I drop off stuff too? It's not good art. It's actually a broken desk, but I need to get rid of it. So are you accepting just random furniture garbage? Let us know. He's not busy at all, you know, collecting the world's most famous art. And getting it to the right place. Yes. Oh, I also wanted to say, Kieran, I can't wait till you become part of the art world Illuminati and we can interview you about all these art worlds.
world mysteries when you get all the inside details. You'll have to come back on the show when that happens. I'm working on it. You know, I'm still waiting on my invite from the Illuminati, but I'm sure it'll come this year. You know, long I think so ago. too. I have a good feeling about it. Same. 2024 is the year. My first thought was, it kind of reminds me, I think it was one of the Oceans movies where they're in an art museum and the guy's like dodging all the lasers. Is that an Oceans movie or is that the Italian job? I can't remember. I was just thinking, maybe it's the Italian job. It's one of them. Yeah. Again, listeners, Arthur, call in, let us know what movie it was. I actually haven't seen that one, so I'll have to add that to my list of movies to watch this year. The Italian job is good. I recommend Very good. I think you're probably a few years younger than we are, so that may be why you haven't seen it. Yeah, it was definitely like, I feel like it was like a Christmas weekend movie that everybody saw with their parents in like 2005 or something. Probably. All of that information is wrong. So don't fact check me, everybody. It was definitely a high school or college time. That's the only period of your life you actually remember movies from anyway. I agree. Yeah. Kieran, you also found some info about another mysterious subject, the Paris catacombs on TikTok, which I do not have. So even though getting rid of TikTok and spending less time... Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. On it is one of my New Year's resolutions. Sadly, it looks like I failed already a few days into the new year. But I have to say it's not even my fault because my For You page has really just been too good recently for me to stop. And the most recent rabbit hole I went down had to do with all the creepy stories surrounding the Paris catacombs. One story in particular had to do with a girl who went down to the catacombs for an underground party in the unofficial section. And she actually got lost while she was down there. So a whole search party came together, the police got involved, and they went down searching for her. And while they were down there, they found a fully functioning movie theater filled with, you know, everything there is when it comes to movie theater, along with a bar and a kitchen as well. And apparently there was also a swimming pool And rumor has it that there are actual full communities of people who live down there full time. So the catacombs are a huge playground for the young people of Paris. And no matter how fun the parties are, the raves are, you will not be seeing me down there anytime shortly. How about you guys? Would you risk it all? I don't think I would. I feel like (laughs) this is a trend, though, because I don't even have TikTok, like I said, but I use Instagram Reels. And I've been getting fed like videos of people going to mansions that have been abandoned for decades and just like random places that just look creepy. And a lot of them, even though they're abandoned, like they find traces of life, like there's squatters in there or something, which is not the greatest thing to think about. I'm going to be an outlier here and say that I think the catacombs party sounds kind of sick. I kind of want to go. Uh, I like as a 
like a Buffy fan. I like kind of like campy horror stuff. I feel like it would be fun. I'm a little worried about like the smell. Um, <laughs> it seems like it might be a little dank, but if they're doing enough work to put in a bar in a swimming pool, maybe it's again, the swimming pool seems a little concerning and like a public health way, but it sounds kind of fun. Um, you guys have cooler, uh, for you pages than me. I just started using TikTok a lot and I get a lot of content about like pickles and people tasting different pickles. I want the stuff about the underground parties. I have worked over time to curate mine to be the, the most random, um, you know, subjects that I can research for days on end and become obsessed with. So I, I wouldn't I need suggest doing that. It, it yeah. wastes a lot of time. But I I'm love really it. knowledgeable about random subjects now. <laughs> I love that. I need tips from you. You need to bring your Gen Z knowledge to me so I can better curate my my TikTok. Because as much as I like pickles, I'm getting a little bit burnt out on the pickle content. Maybe I accidentally clicked like on a pickle video and that's it thinks that I'm obsessed with that. Did you see the um one of the pickle videos that showed up on your page? Was it the um, TikTok shop, shop, like the TikTok shop chamoy pickle. I think yeah. that's how you pronounce it. Is that one of those? I've been kind it of is. trying to try it, you know, all like Me the red too. 40 and stuff in there, you know, that'll really <laughs> reset your system. I love it. As like, uh, I love like blue food. So yeah, when I see crazy colored, um, food items, I'm like, yeah, I need to try that. And it looks kind of gross, but I, they're selling it. The people trying it with the pickles. So, did you say blue food? I love like laboratory created blue flavor. If I see that, like it's so hard for me to not pick it up. Like they have these those takis now, like the chips that are blue, and I I'm like enamored with that idea that ch chips are going to be blue. Blue ices. Blue icy, amazing. Well, do you like the blue raspberry flavor or are you more of a blueberry? Because I feel like the different blues can kind of have different tastes, you know? That's a good call. I like both. Blue raspberry, I feel like, is what I'm like looking for with artificial blue food. But I love blueberries and I, I can I can roll with real blueberry flavor as well. What about like just actual fruit? Is that cool or no? <laughs> yes, that's cool as well. Not as exciting, you know, it's healthy and it feels nice. It feels better, but it isn't as exciting as getting the fake blue, neon blue. Well, Kieran, you're fantastic. Thank you so much for coming to us with your ideas and joining the show. I think we should have you on again. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on. This is so fun. I love it. Our next full episode with Mike will be out next Monday, the 15th. And Lauren, I love this topic. It's the Florida Man Games. So we already mentioned this episode how we've talked about silly crimes and the Florida Man trope. This is about a whole competition dedicated to that trope. There's a mullet contest. There's a beer drinking contest. There's all types of stuff. And you're going to learn all about it when you listen. And then, Chris, what's coming up after the Florida Games? After the Florida Man Games, we will either have an episode on the most unusual things that people have mailed. We, Our interest was piqued on this one when we saw on the U.S. Postal Service website that there is on the FAQ page a line that says you cannot mail children. 
which I thought was interesting. That was still there in 2024. Interested in that too. Or we will talk about a horse that got loose on a cargo plane, forcing it to turn around and go back to its point of origin uh, before it got to where it was going. I'm excited for those. I want to uncover why the United States Postal Service doesn't want us to mail babies and also why my Christmas packages are late. Thank you guys for listening to another one of our Something Offbeat Minnesodes. Again, special thanks to Kieran for those stories. I think they were great. I do really want to go to one of those catacombs parties. If anybody has an invite, let me know. We'll be releasing another Minnesota this week with just Chris and I, so stay tuned for that. And then we've got more fresh episodes with Mike coming up uh, later this month. in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 